You're listening to Surviving Life with Paige Crystal Wilcox, a podcast where I pick apart my pieces to examine how they shape my experience of the world. In this episode, we'll be looking at my response to sensory stimuli. What this means is how my body responds to how things smell, sound, look, feel, or taste. As with most things in life, experience with sensory stimuli is on a spectrum. For some people, it will be as if that sense does not even exist. On the other end of the spectrum, a response to stimulation is so severe that it can be debilitating. What would be considered normal would either be something that's somewhere in the middle or a response that has no impact on the quality of your life. I am very sensitive across all of the senses. However, there are certain circumstances in which it's worse. There are some things that I can do about it and it is very specific sensory stimuli that I am sensitive to. Let's start with smell. A very bad smell, like something rotten or a public toilet. My physical response to that terrible smell is very, very strong. I will take essential oils wherever I go so that I can at least mask some of that scent in my immediate vicinity. Similar but different, regardless of a smell being nice or not nice, If there's too much of it, if it's overpowering, I end up feeling quite unwell and often I will get a strong headache. Sound. There are a few ways I'm negatively impacted by sound. Poor quality sound. If someone is mumbling, a crackling radio will be very uncomfortable for me to listen to. When it comes to verbal sound, if it's in a movie or a real life conversation, It's very uncomfortable for me if I can't understand every word. If something's especially loud, chaotic music, music that doesn't have an easily identifiable rhythm, texture, how things feel. This one is huge for me. I have a very limited wardrobe. I went through a period of ordering clothes online and I found that I couldn't do it unless I knew the brand. If I'm wearing a fabric that I don't like the feel of, I'm setting myself up for a terrible day. My feeling of agitation as that fabric rubs against my skin throughout the day just increases, increases and increases. Another example is hair in my face. I have ended up with headaches because of the sensation of hair in my face in a windy situation. I need the hair blowing away from my face or to wear a hat or something to keep my hair out of my face. With how things look or sight, I can feel a little bit uncomfortable if there are too many new things in my vision. I like to know as much as I can about my environment, but also if there's too much light or too little light, there'll be a negative impact that I feel in my body. Too much light will often lead to a headache. Not enough light will result in more of an emotional response. In terms of taste, my gag reflex is ready to go. Things like pumpkin and peas and pawpaw, texture and smell have a big part to play in that as well. 
with peas. They have this like hard exterior and like a dusty interior. It's, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible experience. With pumpkin there, it very much depends on how it's been prepared. Most roast pumpkin I find incredibly difficult. It's kind of a bit firm on the outside, but then it's like soft and a bit stringy on the inside and all oh, my skin is crawling just trying to describe it to you. And then with pawpaw, it smells like vomit. And if something smells like vomit, my body is telling me, hey, do not, do not put that in your mouth. That is going to make you sick. Maybe it will make you vomit and you wouldn't expect anyone else to eat your vomit. So don't eat the fruit that tastes and smells like it. Obviously, something easy to do is to just avoid a lot of different things. But as with avoidance of any type, there is a point at which it becomes unhealthy. And I'm always struggling to find that line in different aspects of my life of avoiding things that have a negative response doing too much avoiding so that it actually heightens my negative preemptive experience. I think in terms of sensory stimuli though, I've found a pretty good sweet spot. You know, I've, I've got tactics to deal with smell. So with taking essential oils around with me so that I can mask it um, if, if I need to. And also I always have earplugs in terms of textures, that's pretty easy. I feel that I should always be able to choose every single thing in my wardrobe. A wardrobe is a very personal expression of who you are. So I have absolutely no, no feelings of guilt or anything about being very specific about the clothing that I choose to purchase and buy. Taste can be a bit different. For example, there are many situations in which it would be offensive for me to reject food that has been prepared for me. And I have been in a lot of situations where I have had peas, pumpkin and pawpaw served up to me. And it's just the pawpaw that I have said, oh no, I, I can't go there. With the peas and pumpkin, I have suffered through it. I have just suffered through it. And as long as it's not all the time, I can do that. I'm flexible. So that's avoidance or re reducing exposure. Another thing that I can do is ensure a good night's sleep. If there's something within my control with regard to sleep hygiene, I will control it because there are factors in every aspect of life. There are things that you cannot control. And with health and safety, if, if something is within your control and you don't control it, then it's really on you. So with everything that is within my control, when it comes to good sleep hygiene, I make sure I control it. Because if I have had a good sleep, good duration, as well as good quality, my negative sensory responses are less. They're still there, but it will be the difference between a frustrating day and a day when I wish I didn't leave the apartment. There are so many more sensory experiences that I could have covered in this podcast with you, but those other things would really fit into one of two categories. Either it would be too similar to something I've already explained 
and I don't want to be too repetitive. I would find that boring. I would expect my audience to find that boring too. And also some of the things are just really private and I'm happy to keep that to myself. There are resources out there. If you take to the internet, research, sensory overstimulation, phrases like that, you will come up with a lot of information and you can find out everything you want to know about how many different people have a different experience of the world in this way. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode of Surviving Life with Paige Crystal Wilcox. I'll be back soon with another episode about a different aspect of my life and how it shapes my experience of the world. Thanks for listening.